the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. We're number one because of my pronunciation. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available anywhere podcasts can be found, including YouTube, Rumble, and your home smart speakers. Soon to be on Rumble. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you give us a five-star review, or actually any review, we'll pick one at the end of every show and we read it. And eventually we're going to run out. You're going to get tired of reading the same reviews. So leave more reviews. If you enjoy the show, share it with your friends. But if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Check out our site, nofocusradio.com, for exclusive content and to vote on Don's polls. Find us on social media. Our handle is at nofocusradio. Find the rest of our stuff at lightomindmedia.com. Gonna hit the ground running, 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 running just to, to my favorite podcast. <laughs> Fresh <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Woohoo! This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to live in the Central Valley, and for those who are glad that we have no more water because it's rushed all out to sea yes, in the Central Valley right. after all that rain. Jeez. Now, we don't have our entire beautiful cast of characters. Today, we have with us Eric the Doorman. Hey, you know, I tell you, it does. I think we're both a little off because of that. It is. You know what it I mean? feels weird. Yeah. yeah, that's why even even the, the singing, everything was everything just a was little weird. off. It almost feels, now, don't don't take this the wrong way. It almost feels like we're kind of cheating on the right? other. It's like, uh, you know, it's just the two of just us. Just the two, the of, two us. of us. And you know, it's going to be we great, though. We can make it if we try. It's going to end up being the best podcast. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Nice. Yeah. I think so. But we do miss uh, Dawn and, and whatever Stu, other guy's name for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and over there, we also have behind the board, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Johnny Knobs. Once upon a time. Oh, is that, is this, wait a minute. Is this your story why they call you Johnny Knobs? <laughs> That's I right. I didn't even get to ask. True. Yeah. So uh, this is a very okay, true story. Let, let's start that again. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, Johnny, you know, yeah. I was at the grocery store the other day and uh-huh. this guy was outside, you know? And, yeah. And uh, he was saying, hey, do you have a buck? And I said, no. But uh, he, I go, I can tell you how uh, Johnny got his name. Let me go talk to him. Really? Yeah, let me go ask him, and then I'll come right back. So right. I'm, he's waiting for me. So let me know, and I'm going to go yeah, yeah. tell so him here right it now. Is. This yeah. is the true story. Once upon a time, there was a young boy named Johnny. He was known for his love of turning knobs, whether they were on a stereo, a door, or a kitchen appliance. Everywhere he went, he couldn't resist the urge to turn knobs. One day, while playing with his friends at the playground, he discovered a large knob on a piece of equipment that he had never seen before. Excitedly, he turned the knob with all of his might. To his surprise, the knob came off in his hand, and he was left holding it triumphantly. From that day on, his friends started calling him Johnny Knobs as a nickname, and it stuck. As he grew older, he embraced the nickname and he even used it as his stage name when he became a famous DJ. He even had a custom knob-shaped DJ controller built for him to continue his knob-turning passion. He was well known as Johnny Knobs, the man who controlled the volume! The end. (laughs) Nice, nice. That was written by my good friend, Chat. GPT. Did you, that should be maybe that should be a, a regular in the show. <laughs> Just get a chat GPT story. Chat, yeah, yeah, get a chat GPT story. I yeah. like it. Yeah, whatever we want to talk about, we'll just throw it into the AI and let it Tell us a story. Yeah, maybe maybe it could just do the whole podcast for us. Actually, I wouldn't get I wouldn't joke about that because soon we're not going to have a job. Because <laughs> very soon. Oh wait a minute, is this a job? Are are you getting paid for this? Because oh, um, oh I'm uh, I'm losing money. It's a negative job. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a negative job. Uh, speaking of money and podcasts yes. and all that sort of stuff, have you been following the um, whole situation with uh, Stephen Crowder and? The, 
Daily Wire and all this. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of came into it. Now, I don't know. I'll put it this way. I never really watched Crowder that much. Okay. So, I mean, I've maybe seen a couple things from him in sure. the past. I, I'm not really, like, you know, yeah, into Crowder. Crowder. I'm not yeah. really. It's not that I'm not a fan. I just really don't. You just I, haven't gotten into it. Just him. haven't gotten into him. Yeah. But I have I have seen there's a lot of drama. Sure. Right? So, maybe, uh, maybe catch the audience up to yeah. uh, so, what's going on uh, if they haven't heard it. Absolutely. So, I'm a... Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like an everyday Crowder. I don't watch him all the time. Um, I started watching Crowder though, probably in poof, probably 2010. Um, I think he's mm. really funny. I think he's great. I think he's smart. He's become um, a bit more uh, like bro humor. Okay, than yeah. More recently. Than oh really? He used to so I kind of it's, sometimes it's a little bit much and I'm so, like, eh. so we had a show called Louder with Crowder. Louder right? with Crowder That's, that, still has a it's show. It's a podcast. It's a video cast yeah, type thing. So uh, Stephen Crowder actually he uh, really talented guy. He was um, started working in Hollywood at like the age of twelve. He was a voice on the show Arthur. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he played I forget what a bear or something and um, started doing comedy and that sort of stuff um, and was always kind of conservative, eventually became a big YouTube star at the age of 16. Him and his brother mm. became really big YouTube stars when YouTube was just starting out. What, they just do like stunts or they do? Impressions. Oh, okay. Like early YouTube stuff was more like impressions, comedy skits. Okay. Just kind of funny it's stuff. Just kind of like a good couple of goofy guys. Yeah, he's like a pretty good impressionist, and... so just a lot of fun stuff like that. Um, and eventually he kind of got famous, got uh, picked up by Fox News. He was a Fox News contributor. Mm. Um, got fired from Fox News okay. at a pretty early age, like when he was like twenty something, for criticizing. Um, I forget who. Maybe was it Bush back then, or no, it was one of the Obama? other co-hosts. Who's oh. Um, oh my god! Well, there's a ton of co-hosts. Uh, Hannity. It was probably goes. Oh, it was Hannity. I think he got. He like did something. Like made guys. fun of Hannity, and the <laughs> next thing you know, he got he was let go. It's like, come on, guys. Um, yeah. You know? So then he started louder with Crowder, okay. which was like his started off as like a YouTube channel, and okay. conservative kind of talk show, podcast, that sort of thing. Um, eventually, I don't know where he was with, but he had a thing called Mug Club. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and Mug Club was just you know you if you paid for Mug Club, Mug Club, you got your louder with Crowder mug, and the idea was on YouTube, you would always be able to get like the first. 30 minutes of a show. So it was like a membership, essentially. Membership, yeah, but you could only a... watch the rest of it on with Mug Club memberships. Okay. So that's how that worked. Um, I've been a Mug Club subscriber for a long time. Um, eventually, he merged with um, CRTV, which then merged with The Blaze. Oh, okay. Um, I was a, a Blaze subscriber as well, so um, it was nice for me because when, when um, Louder with Crowder merged with CRTV and then The Blaze, I could stop paying for Mug Club because it just, I was getting it with my Blaze subscription. Oh, so okay. I was like, Sweet. So it was included, I, I just yeah. got, I just could pay. It was, the Blaze was great for a, a while. They had pretty much everybody I liked listening to or mm. watching all on one platform. And it was like, sweet, 90 bucks a year, I can get all of this yeah. as opposed to paying for like CRTV and Mug Club and, you know, GBTV. And yeah. I could just get it all. It was the best. Um, the thing was, the Blaze has a very different... Um, business model than a lot of the other big conservative kind of news people like the daily wire for instance which is how this all comes together okay the blazes model was um you come join with us and we get a um kind of non-exclusive while you're with us you can't go sell your you know sell your name or your stuff to other people okay but we don't own all your content like it's ours while you're with us but if you oh. leave it's your content because essentially their idea was we're not paying for all of your studio stuff. Like we're not as a business. The blaze wasn't like, Hey Steven, here's a hundred million dollars to, you know, build your stuff. It was, yeah. Hey, you already got your stuff. We'll help out. Yeah. We'll help promote you. And we'll do all of that. But you know, a certain amount of all the revenue you make comes to us. Everything else you do, that's yours. Like if you want to mm. do your YouTube videos, and all of that, you get to make that money, no problem. But, you know, the subscription fees all come to the Blaze, and it gets divvied out. So, okay, okay. You know, Crowder joined with them. You know, his... How long, how long was he with him? Because, you know, to be honest, when when all this dropped, I didn't yeah. know when uh, news dropped recently with yeah, Crowder. Yeah. I didn't know that he was even with the Blaze, to be honest. Yeah, um, at least a couple of years, probably, I don't know, at least five years, maybe? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. Gotta have been... Um, 
the least, probably, yeah. Now, he he left the Blaze. So, yeah, so he so leaves the, the contract, Blaze. The contract, I just assume, ends, right? It's kind contract of am, amicable. It's not yep. nothing. There's no drama he there. He has no drama with them. Okay. There's just, a, from what I understand, there was, I could be wrong here, but from what I picked up, there was like a chance to renew. Um, I think the Blaze is probably changing business models in a certain way because they're changing things up. And okay. so it was very amicable, though, and they just he just said, all right, you know what? That's fine. I'm just going to kind of be a free agent for a while and do my own thing. Okay. Cool. No problem. Yeah. So during this time, he um, starts, I guess, you know, getting offers from all the other big conservative media out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you, because you, uh, people have to understand, he his uh, what's his subscriber? It's like how many? Oh, how many subscribers? Six hundred thousand. I think he or? has six hundred thousand. I think he has active three hundred. He has six hundred people. I think on his mailing list. Okay. So you know, some of the things that I I'm careful about is. Every time, like, I like these guys, but, you know, they're always inflating their numbers no matter okay. what. He says he has 600 people. I think 600, that's 600,000 people. people who have signed up to say, I want to join your service. Okay. Now, because essentially he's, you know, he left the blaze and he put an email that said, hey, if you want to come join um, my new service, go to Mug Club Forever or whatever, and sign up. I think 600,000 people said, okay, cool. I want to know. Like, I was one of them. Yeah, sure. I want to know where you're going. Okay. Now, however, so, if he goes and starts his own thing, and that's also $99, eh, I might not join because I'm already paying for, you know, the Blaze mm-hmm. and Daily Wire. I don't want to pay for another thing. But if he goes to another place, let's just say he's out there shopping around, he's got his content now, yeah. plus he's got all possibly these new subscribers or subscribers. Mm-hmm. Some new. Like you said, there's a lot of crossover yep. w- with other companies. But, right. okay, so anyway, so he's out shopping around. He's out shopping around, and apparently what happens is, you know, he's uh, – Gets an offer from the, the Daily Wire, mm-hmm. um, and apparently what happens is a couple days ago, a week or two ago, he, Stephen Crowder, posts a video saying um, this is the kind of contracts that big conservative media does, big con. And he has a really, and he's really angry about this. Yeah. And he essentially reads through these contracts. He doesn't state who it's from, um, and he says, you know, it's predatory. It's essentially like a slave contract. Um, and I think he actually has a point. His yeah. point was the contract stated um, that he could do whatever. However, he had to do 192 of these daily shows a year. Yeah, he's contracted to do these shows. And now part of the thing, the difference is what's tricky is people are like, yeah, but that's your job. You know, okay, that's fine. However, one of the things that Crowder does that he doesn't do daily shows all the time. So there'll be like a week or two sometimes, where there are none of these daily his mm. daily shows. Oh, okay, but what he's doing is he's traveling, and they're putting together like these many two hour sh- the um, change like, my mind episodes. Yeah, those change my mind where he's talking to people. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he's traveling around. He's doing. So he's getting though. content. He's, he's getting content, and then they got to edit it and throw right, it all it's together. Right, a big deal. Yeah. So, but this contract would have said, you you know you have to do these hundred ninety two. Now, if you want to do the change my minds, go for it, but. It's not part of what we want. Yeah. Like that would just count as one of your... So, they want guarantees that so they're going to get 192 episodes. So he was upset guy. about that because he's like, yeah. well, okay, well, problem essentially limits me from ever doing the other things that I do. Yeah. Because part of what, when you watch his shows, if you ever watch his shows, there's a lot of uh, big skits. Like, they put mm. big money into these things. Like, they probably drop, I don't know, I got to assume tens of thousands of dollars into some of these, like... Wow. Um, I know the change my mind things... With the travel and the crew, I mean, I'm assuming you're dropping fifty to sixty grand into wow, those. Geez. I'm assuming for like when he does the, like every almost every episode has like a a music video or something, almost like Weird Al style. Mm. Those I'm assuming probably also cost forty to fifty grand. You know, so these are expensive. So it's a pretty high production show. It's high not production, just like show. some guy with a camera, you know, right. running around doing YouTube exactly. Content. So it's, it's 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 high production and in time. So he had yeah. a problem with that. The other problem was Steven Crowder is one who does not shy away from saying things that people do not like. So he has been um, demonetized on YouTube for years. Mm. He's constantly banned on YouTube. Um, he's actually one of the ones who has been fighting this in courts for a long time. This has been a big deal. Okay. So he gets this contract from this random people from somebody, big conservative media yeah. company, that says you have to do 192 shows and... If you are ever, um, if you get a strike from YouTube, you get docked 25% of your pay for that time. Mm. If you get banned, it's another 25%. If you get a strike from Twitter, that's another one. If you get a strike from, so all of these strikes, 
So it actually adds up. He points out that if you got all of those, you'd actually be losing 110% of your pay. You'd actually wow, owe them money. Yeah. If you lose your sponsors, you yeah. would. And his, so he's angry about this. And well, I think he was saying too, it was kind of, he, he, his point was that it, it's a way, I don't know if he actually said it's a way, but I think a roundabout point was it's a way for them to control you also. In a way, because- yeah, you, you you have to watch what you say now. You have and to it's censor fair. yourself. It would it would it would change his show completely. One of the reasons that he is fun to watch is because he does not hold his punches. Now, mm-hmm. one of the reasons that sometimes it's uncomfortable to watch is because he does he not doesn't. he doesn't hold his punches, right? Yeah. So and and I want to bring this up to people who are listening. If you've you've obviously listened to our show, we are not a type of show. We're not overly. We're not vulgar. We're not, you know, dropping F-bombs. We're not yeah. claiming science. We are, you know, we'll bring things up. We'll discuss it. Our This show that you're listening to right now currently has two strikes against it on YouTube. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. if you could yeah. imagine our show having strikes against it, now imagine a guy like Steven Crowder who is loud, openly says, you know, calls out vaccine stuff. And, mm. you know, um, so... He hasn't been monetized for three years. So right off the bat, if he signed this contract, one, he would lose pretty much all. He wouldn't have any money. But two, wow. he'd be in violation of the contract, which means that he would have to, to even to fix it, he would have to um, change his show completely. So okay. he was very upset because essentially what he's saying is big conservative media has been saying, rightfully so, right, we have to get away from big tech. Big tech is censoring us through yeah. algorithms. We talk about that on the show all the time. Yeah, yeah. We can't find videos on YouTube that we want to look up. We, you know, I have to use like Mojik search engine because they don't censor mm. stuff. Like, wow. like basic stuff. Like I saw that. I swear I saw this news article. I can't find it. Yeah. So his point is conservative media criticizes those people. Yet big conservative media says, hey, if you want to play the game and become a successful conservative media star, you have to abide by big tech's rules mm-hmm. because if you say the things that big tech doesn't want you to say, well, you get a strike, you lose all your money. So essentially it's uh, where's the alternative here? Right. So he, you know. so he comes out and says this, um, a bunch of guys from the daily wire come out and start saying they kind of outed themselves. Well, well Jeremy did Jeremy boring who, uh, for anybody CEO, who doesn't know, yeah. he, he's, he's a CEO of, of uh, daily wire. And yep. yeah, he basically made, he made a video. I mean, he made a 55 minute video talking about, okay, that he contract. was talking about us. Yep. That was our contract. Here's the deal. Here's my point of view. Here's yep. my side of it. Right. And so, my, and so this is where I kind of, this is where I come in as a, somebody who does business. I've been in the business world for a long time. I have had to look at a lot of contracts. Mm. I have, signed and denied a lot of contracts and term sheets. Um, this is what my thought is. I think Steven Crowder was r- totally fine. And his first video, completely legitimate. I think that was fair and a really good point. Because yeah. honestly, it makes me go, oh, crap. I, di- I didn't realize that. Like, And I have yeah. thought to myself, like sometimes these guys aren't talking about things that I think they should be talking about a bit harder. But now I know why. Because really, yeah. well... They don't, their source of revenue is all coming from they the, can't. the big tech that they are talking, you know, that they are themselves saying is yeah. censoring. And they're, they're censoring themselves. So I understand Stephen's thing. Now, I also understand the Daily Wire, Jeremy Boring's um, point of view, which is, hey, look, we can't um, do anything we want because then we don't have a platform. Like, until there is... Yeah, you know, YouTube that doesn't censor us. How else are we going to make money? They have to kind of play by the rules. So we have to play by the rules somehow. We have to kind of yeah. sneak in and be the sensible media company because they have they're the biggest conservative media company, right? Like, yeah. and they do they did that for a reason because they are able to be on all of those platforms. And I get that it's his business; he can do what he wants. So I get that. So he's yeah. like, "Look, Stephen, look, if you don't want to sign the contract, that's fine." So I get that. But I think then happened was um, dumb. Just Steven Crowder then gets on his own show and plays a recording that he recorded with his friends, a private conversation, yeah, and plays it on the radio and starts saying like, well, this is what he said about this, and this is what he said about, which I think was a little bit petty because at that point I just think, look, Steven, you made your mm. point. You told us you don't need to then get 
he got, I guess, so he got like upset that they were in a way trying to make it out about money. Yeah. Because that is one of the, they were like, oh, Steven didn't like it because he wasn't making enough money. So I think he got a little bit upset and made a really stupid move. Okay. Because now there's a big fight within conservative media. Yeah. Everybody's divided now. Well, okay. It's because, not good. Uh, you know, to, the other things about this too was, uh, um, he made a good point, you know, like you're saying in the beginning, he, I think he, the, the point also was that, you know, he's a big enough guy where maybe he can absorb this or not. I mean, I think his contract said it was like 50 million for five years. Yeah. And then people are saying, you know, uh, yes, if you break that down though, with all the production costs, he has to, he has to, yeah, so uh, he has, if he you has think to pay about all that, him, he has a 30 person team that works with louder for Cotter corporation. Cause it's mm -hmm. not just, it's not just him in a garage, right? Yeah. He has a 30 person production team all making a living. So yeah. you can imagine, and tax you got taxes on top of that. You so got as you a say, business, you're paying for health insurance. Yeah. You're paying for, and then you go do travel expenses. So as a business, ten million dollars a year with thirty people is it's not that much. It's not that much. I mean, it's going to be really thin to probably spread it. To, yeah. to, to do a show or do the level of show he's doing. Yes. With just that amount of money without putting in his own money. Yeah, he's probably, you know, you know him himself is probably making a couple hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year. And then you, so you take upon, uh, you take on the, uh, the penalties that he would be right. tagged. I mean, that, that takes away money. From it takes that. away from, so the show and, gets, exactly. And, and the other point too was the fact that, you know, okay, he can kind of maybe do this himself, but, uh, you know, there are younger up and coming uh, you know, people, personalities who right. may sign these kind of, he, you know, predatory type, what he saw as a predatory type contract, right. you know, that could really hurt that. Because what they also in there, they had the guy locked in, they own his content. Yeah. I mean, he's locked in there and he may leave, but they still own that still content. Own yep. Um, so there's a, so there's, he's thinking if there's a lot of younger guys that are coming up, just trying to make it, trying to get with an organization and these are kind of predatory was, I think his, his yeah. thought on that too. And I mean, I get this, so like just... Coming from us doing this show, yeah, some things. So he was just on um, Tim Cast, which is a, for those of you out there, it's um, it's it's like ha it's it's a podcast that's almost as good as our podcast. <laughs> um, if you like us, just stick listening. Don't go check him out. He's whatever. Um, we should, man. We should support these other guys. I think everybody knows Tim Cast. Yeah, he's Tim a, he's a, yeah. Yeah, he's just garbage. He's a garbage person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So Tim, not Poole, jealous at all, are we? <laughs> Tim Poole started as a uh, he was an Occupy Wall Street journalist who was a big pro Occupy Wall Street guy. And somewhere along the way, he became kind of conservative. I don't actually understand i think he's more libertarian pretty libertarian but, but i think yeah. everybody sees that as conservative now yeah if you're libertarian right. really because I, and to be honest i i think it uh, uh makes strange bedfellows isn't that what they say i mean because, it kind of does yeah you know uh the situation does because you know you have kind of these conservatives and libertarians coming together on similar views now yeah and they because, really for the most part they are very similar you know the, yeah. if, if you're if you're the more conservative you are, the more libertarian you I, become. I, I think almost the only difference would maybe be religion at this point. There's some religion stuff. There's some, uh, yeah. There, I think there's fine lines with like abortion type things and her some personal freedoms. Like very hard libertarians want like no, like essentially no government. Mm. Like it depends yeah. if you if you're, if you're well, like, that's true. They're more kind of anarchist. You're or, almost yeah. anarch. Like I I am close to being. <laughs> I love a hard libertarian. Yeah. The things that there are then of course things where you start reading like into really deep libertarianism and you go, okay, that would just create pure anarchy, which I don't want. Yeah. I don't want that. Um, so anyways, but that, anyway, so going back to Tim, so yeah. Tim, so, so he became famous. He became prominent in the, in the last few years. I mean, he was on everybody's show. seems like yeah. he's been everywhere, been everywhere. Yeah. And the guy works hard, and and he's created a created a podcast, created a, a, a kind of a broadcasting network, I think, for himself. Yeah, started on YouTube. I think he has like ten YouTube channels. Wow, that many! Really? Yeah, wow. that's where he has like crazy Timcast, Timcast IRL, Timcast Daily. Also, t a good you know but terrible name. Timcast is just such a sick Timcast yeah, IRL. Crazy, I'm like, right? what? How did yeah, you get famous in, in, in real life or, yeah. in, or something? Right. It's I so mean, it's strange. like, I didn't know what that was at first, but, uh, so he had, well, here's the thing. He first had, and, and he said he didn't have it on purpose. Mm. She was already scheduled. He had Candace Owens oh, on right. right before, uh, Steven Crowder came on. Now, Candace Owens was already scheduled way before any of this happened. So it's right. like he he wasn't planning this, but it just happened this way. So he has Candace Owens on there. And I listened to that show, man, and she lit up Steven Crowder. Yep. I mean, she tore him up. Now, he of course, he wasn't there to defend himself or anything, but she, you know, she had her opinions. 
I feel like she got personally hurt. Yeah, by him. I, I didn't understand that, and I didn't understand it either. What, uh, my wife Bree, who is uh, very smart, had she pointed out that in her she Bree kind of read it like this: the whole situation that by Stephen saying these contracts are predatory and you know they're kind of slave contracts, whatever. Bree said, "Well, he's essentially saying everybody who has then signed one is an idiot." Mm. And I was like, "Oh, see, I never." You never no, would attach I, it. I never attach those things. And the yeah. fact, and I think that's how Candace took it, which is like, if you're saying that we can't do this and we're slaves to these contracts, then what you're saying is that everybody who's under those contracts is also a slave to those things yeah. and is dumb, is too well, stupid to have. Well, well because here, let, let's, let's be honest. I mean, I, same thing. I mean, I listen to it and I'm with you because yeah. I don't know what Candace has got. Who knows who's who's got what contract? So I don't know yeah. if they, the same contract that they gave uh, Crowder, you right. know, or, or actually it's not a contract. What was it called? It was some agreement or something. It was a... Uh, uh, he used another term. It's a term sheet. It's a term, it's a term sheet. sheet. Thank term you. Thank you. So it's which not is actual like, contract. Yeah, which is, it's a, for those of you who it's don't a negotiation. know, a term sheet, you give a term sheet, you're able to then possibly negotiate the term sheet. Yeah. It, it's the precursor to what they give to a lawyer to write a contract. If you can. So you, you come to terms. Terms and then you get a contract. And then based you on get it. the contract yeah, and yeah. sign it based on that. So, yeah. so it gave him a term sheet. Now, I don't know, like I said, any of these other guys, who knows what, what they signed and, and what their term sheets were and what their contracts are. Right. But, you know, the way she, I think she did get upset, but she kind of outed herself because she said it's this, basically the same, same one contract. that she saw. And it's like, well, okay, but, you know, he never said who it was, he never said anything. Right. You know, so she kind of outed it and, and, uh, you know, maybe she was upset that she did sign that contract after all. I don't know. Maybe there's right. something underneath that, but, but she was very upset with him and, 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 and she kind of sh- not, not her points were, you know, I understood her points and I don't, I wouldn't say she shredded him. Like, you know, she had all the great points and just completely blew him out of the water. But I mean, she right. had, some, she had some good points, but at the same time, yes, I, I did think she did take it very personal yeah. and it was more of an attack on him. Whereas I think he was more just saying, Hey, big con. And that was the other thing too. We'll get to that in a minute. But he was right. saying that big con is out there and they're not so, you know, they're not actually the alternate media that we think they are. And just, right. just, you know, just know this. Um, okay. And then, so she did that. And then at, right after that, they, they were able to get in Steve Crowder in because they wanted to talk to him directly. And I think, you know, the Tim cast, I think they're really good at that. They get, they, they kind of do, they'll pull different he people does. He in. He is good at that because he is kind of very in the middle. So yeah. people trust him. He, to be like he's a almost like a, he's almost like a more right, uh, leaning Joe Rogan. That's you know a good way mean? of putting it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause, Cause you know, of, Joe Rogan will have everybody on. He'll listen to him and he'll talk to him. Ask you know, the questions. Ask yeah. questions. Not necessarily make, he has, does have opinions, but. But then, yeah, Tim Tim is a little bit more right uh, than Joe, but uh, rights and uh, right leaning, I should say. Anyway, so we had Steven Crowder on, and uh, what did you think about that? Did you you did you see that? You saw that? Show? I did. I haven't yeah. I haven't finished it. I'm like an hour and a half in. Okay. So yeah, those are long shows. No long like shows. Three hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you know same sort of thing. Certain things that Steven said, I kind of I'm still stuck on this. I agree with the notion that I. I don't think I agree with what Stephen is saying that in theory we shouldn't be needing to control what we say because of YouTube. And this and, and it really hit home because of our own podcasts. Yeah. I can't even just so you guys know, I don't even know why we have strikes. They just said because of violent rhetoric. Well, they, they mentioned two different shows. Two different shows. I mean, shows. to take it personal here, they mentioned two different shows, yep. and one of them was because of misinformation. And we don't know what. And and we don't, yeah, what misinformation. I asked for a review, and I said, I'd love to know what, and I wrote in the review, a long, lengthy review. Mm. I said, everything we say on our show, and this, and, I, and this is what makes me angry, because I personally take a ton of time before and after every show to make sure I have show notes for everything. Yeah. So every, yeah, you do. You this do. is not, it's not like, you know, the other, and I'm not, uh, I'm not, the guys come in, we, they, you know, we talk, we hang out, they leave, and that's awesome. And then I spend extra time digging yeah. in to make sure. And for YouTube to say, you have misinformation, I'm going to know what time about everything yeah. I said. And I don't, and if you listen to our shows, I make sure to say, even if I say something like fact, I say, and, Source that I'm saying is in the show notes. Check the show notes. I do that on purpose because that way we don't have misinformation. Now, mm. if I'm saying something that I read as fact, 
at the very least, I'm saying it not out of my own mind. I'm saying it because a reputable magazine, journal, or news station has said it. Mm-hmm. In which case, are you going to YouTube ban CNN because they have said misinformation? Like, I got yeah, the article yeah. from, but no, they'll just say misinformation. And when I ask what what part of the show, they said they would re- review it, and they just came back and said, sorry, misinformation. They didn't tell me what, still. Well, uh, yeah, and and I will, and I'll vouch for that. I mean, you know, like you say, we kind of come in, and, and I think we do a pretty good job of kind of watching. And, and it's not that we we do have to edit ourselves to a point. I mean, we can't just go all crazy. And, ah, you sure. know. I mean, you know, but um, you do a great job, and and I'll and I'm commending you for that. I mean, you do an awesome job. You always you're taking notes. You're doing it as we're we're podcasting, right? And you're just to make to sure everything, yeah. just to make sure. And we get these strikes. And and I will say on top of this, I know we're getting a little away from the Crowder thing, no, but good. I will say on top of this too that, you know, I have I no evidence. I mean, I just heard, I'm, I'm always on YouTube. I mean, most mm-hmm. of my content I get is from YouTube, YouTube where I'm listening to podcasts. Sure. And a lot of times. And uh, um, there has seemed to be a purging on YouTube recently of yeah. shows. I've heard of people saying that that their content is getting wiped from right. YouTube. So this is probably a way they're doing it. So they probably set up their algorithm. Doesn't matter what you say or if you have the proof to back it up. They're just going to take it off. And then especially for smaller shows like us, yeah. you know, we don't have the Steven Crowder money to go and fight it, to have a right. lawyer, a full-time lawyer fighting it or someone fighting it. Yeah, so you just lose. So so you just lose because we can't sit there and be in contact. We we got we got lives. I mean, we can't sit there all day and be in contact with YouTube, right. you know, trying to figure out what's going on. You know? So yep. So I, I think, you know, Stephen, I, I don't know his motivation on this. I, I, I hope it was for good in the sense of that he's worried that, you know, these alternative sources are not, you know, he's thinking maybe they're not as alternative as what they're they're selling themselves as. And he wants to make sure to have a free place to discuss things, you yes. know, because this is the problem. I mean, the censorship has become so huge now on any platform. Right. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it is a big, huge issue. So... I'm I'm hoping that's where he's coming from. Yeah. But but anyway, yes, he did make that. He did record that phone call, and that's the one bit, man. I heard. Me that. too. I was like, oh man. And when you watch Come it, on. and when you watch it, it's just so like it's because I would I would be so much more on his side of this thing if he hadn't recorded well, their phone call. And not only that, but they also they also found out not uncovered, but they also found out that he had actually bought Big Con the domain. I sure. Think, before. Any of this came out, so I sure, don't and know. That, that to me is not too big of a thing. Yeah, he had, I, yeah, I don't. He, I agree the, with the, you. The negotiations. Remember, it's not like these negotiations happened in the last couple of weeks. You know, they've been going on for months now. Yeah. So that to me is like a whatever because who you know he, he might have already kind of been like, all right, like maybe he's getting a lot of these crappy offers. Exactly, and he's like, listen, I'm I, I I'm not going to put up with this. I think yeah, so that's a big part. I think it's from everybody then it just happened, you know, then it's like that was the final straw. But but like you say, you know, the problem the the other thing that I think you're starting to go the other uh, direction is that, you know, it's causing this huge split. And then yeah. and then here we go again. Every time it seems like that, you know, a side gets some momentum, you know, right. and 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 we get some platforms and you got Elon, you know, with Twitter and you've got uh, you got and I'm not, I'm just saying that, you know, these platforms are starting to open up a little bit. Mhm. And then, you know, and there's other voices now that you can hear and, and, and there are companies that are doing good. And it gives right. it gives a smaller I should, podcasters or, or cast, just anybody, you know, people in this space. It gives the, the, the smaller guys uh, a little bit of uh, what's what I'm looking here for a little bit of uh, hope. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like, hey, you know, hey, something is happening. You know, we sure. can break through. There's cracks. We can get through the ceiling. Exactly. Right? And then you see this happen and it just like starts to 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 shred that. You know, and, and you know one of the things that listening to uh, that Timcast pod, so I being in also being in business, I and having taught media and all this stuff, I know I know quite a bit about. You know, I have to buy ads, and I understand how it works with buying ads on social, and you know, getting the eight second views. But one of the things that was pretty dis- discouraging for a show like ours was what the thing that I found probably the most enlightening about this whole situation is because of this rift, it has brought up people talking about how this industry works. Mm. So one of the things that I learned just listening to that last Timcast one was they were talking a lot about like how the, you know, how f- ad purchasing, because I've been, it's a struggle getting ads for our podcast. 
for those of you out there. That's why we ask you yeah. to, uh, if you can donate. Yeah. It's it would be great because getting ads is is impossible. When we started our pot, when we started podcasting, um, twenty twelve. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, crazy as that. Yeah. We started this 2012. Back then, there wasn't a lot of podcasts. That was at the time when um, I would talk to people and say, hey, I have a podcast. And they'd say, what's that? Like, oh, it's like a radio show. They'd say, how do I listen? I'd say, well, hey, well, you get an RSS feed and you download <laughs> it. And then you can get it onto iTunes and you get your um, iPod and you plug it in and you transfer. <laughs> and they were like, idiot. You know, yeah, it's, However, too, it's too hard. It's too much. It's too hard. But even back then, we could get sponsors. Mm. Even back then, I would go, we'd go to people and I'd say, hey, can you know, because having a thousand or two thousand listeners was a big deal. Yeah. Now the problem is, is that podcasts have turned into I don't know if you guys know how podcast advertising works. You get you get dollars based on the thousands of downloads. So average I'll just give you I'll pull it up right now. Average podcast ads um, cost per thousand. Just just so you guys know. Um the average 25 second ad on a podcast now is okay. $10 per thousand downloads. Wow. So you guys have to understand that um, you have to have a hundred thousand downloads to make a thousand dollars. That is insane. And then how much of that is in goes in taxes? Oh, exactly. So, and that's, and then think about this. Here's the second part of this though. You're not making that money, all of it, because every download, the more downloads you get, the more um, bandwidth you have to pay for. So, you know, mm. we have bandwidth up to a certain amount of downloads. Once you start getting big downloads, you, you have to start paying a big host, like Cashfly, and you have to start paying them a lot more money to get your... It's not like when you, when you have a podcast, it's not just sitting in the internet. Every time it gets downloaded, you know, it's sitting on a server somewhere, and you yeah. listen and it's streaming. The more streams and downloads you have, those servers, those companies that host the servers start saying, hey, you owe us money mm. or else you can't get the stuff. So you say you hit the 100,000 listens, you make $1,000. Okay, well, um, and that has to be, that's per episode, mind you. So that's per episode. It's not like, oh, I got 100,000 listens this last month. Let me get $1,000. No, no, that's per, per episode. Mm. Um, so that was a big, so a part of it was though, this is what was, so it said that's, that's part one of it. It used to be, hey, I got a couple thousand listeners i could go to a local place and say hey guys look i have three thousand listeners in fresno and those are people in town who like what i'm doing and they trust me you know for a hundred dollars a month i'll talk about your yeah your stuff yeah now they're gonna say well no because for a hundred dollars i could go get um somebody who has 10,000 listens. Mm. So why would I pay you with, you know, 3,000? Yeah. So like... And, and then not only that, you're competing. You're also now competing right. with businesses that go out there and, and, exactly. and look for and that's people what that they are, do. Yeah, that kind of play so the middleman. The thing that then really sucked, though, is on this most recent TimCast, I'm getting to the point now, sorry guys for bearing with me here, <laughs> was that he spoke about how, and this is the same thing that all companies do, is that you pay for listens so when people say hey look i have you know five hundred thousand listens mm -hmm. purchase an ad on my radio show versus the no focus show they're gonna go purchase the ad on the five hundred thousand listens however i can pay for those listens in fact there's a new approach i i got reached out to just the other day um, and this is actually a, a program we use, Headliner. Um, I use these to send clips of our audio show to um, YouTube. Okay. Headliner.app has a new service, which is a very cool service if you have the money to pay for it. What you do is audio to audience. What they do is you pay them money. It's the easiest way to capture your audience members. What happens is, 
I create 15, 20 second um, podcasts. And what they do is, is as somebody is using Headliner to do their podcasts okay. or doing anything like that, they will make them, instead of showing a loading screen, they will play 8 to 10 seconds of our ah, podcast. interesting. Which counts as a listen. So all of a sudden, our oh, listens. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. So what people don't yeah. understand is that when somebody says they have 500,000 listens, they probably have maybe a half fraction that. of that. Okay. The rest are these ads. Ads that count as listens. As listens. Interesting. And this is a thing that people do in marketing both ways. Sometimes when you do ads, you will get, um, like YouTube has a way to do ads where um, you can either get charged by how many people view it mm -hmm. right so like and they'll say at eight seconds we count it as a view okay so somebody watches your video for eight seconds then we are going to charge you a dollar for that youtube ad so what a lot of companies do is they say great we're going to choose that option for our ads mm -hmm. and then they put all the information possible into the first seven seconds mm. so it's like Five or six seconds, quick ad. Hey, check us out. Listen to our show. We're at nofolksradio.com. Thanks. Yeah. Now there's a, there's more content after that, but you don't need it. People skip it. So yeah. you almost never get charged. Well, yeah, and I've noticed that too. Most of the ads now are those. They're like maybe five seconds or less. I mean, there's right. a, it, yeah. So you know, there's there's a reason people do these sort of things. So the same thing is true. Where let's say we had somebody who gave us investor money. Or let's say we all said, okay, cool, guys, we're all going to put $2,000 of our own money into our show. And we're going to pay to get our listenership higher. Okay. And we're going to go, we're going to all dump $2,000 into, you know, some podcast ads to get our listens up. And then we all of a sudden have, it looks like we have 300,000 listens. Mm. And then we go to the big podcast guys and we say, hey, we have 300,000 listens per episode. Well, all of a sudden, we can get $1,000 per 100000 We're making $3,000 per episode. So you can start paying to boost your numbers. Mm. And that's one of the things that Steven Crowder pointed out is a big problem, too. Because the little guys, like us, yeah, we can't compete. We have no way to start because we're a non-starter. If we want to succeed and grow bigger, then we need to create something that creates money for us. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. And we can't make something that makes money for us if the big guys are hyperinflating their numbers. So if their numbers look better than they are, so when we have 3,000 listeners, it means nothing. Yeah. When it should mean something. That actually 3,000 local listeners is big. That's a, you can fill, imagine having 3,000 people in a, uh, um, well, in an a arena, theater, an a arena. theater, arena, anywhere, and you yeah. fill out three thousand people. Sell and an arena, talking to them, right? Personally, yeah. you're talking to them. That'd be a big deal. It's like you're doing a show. I mean, imagine selling tickets for yeah. that to be able to get imagine people a to 3, come in. Three thousand person theater, yeah. and you're selling it. I mean, well, we even a buck, that. a buck a ticket to come in and listen to us. Exactly. Right. And nobody will pay us because no advertisers will pay. So that you can't to get us. your foot in the door because you know? they're going to look at our numbers and say, oh, "Yeah, but I could advertise on." Um, this other show, which has 50,000 listeners. Yeah. yeah, but they probably don't. Yeah. They're just, they're, they have 50,000 people who have listened to six seconds yeah. on an app somewhere. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good point he made is that. Uh, see, I, I didn't catch that point yeah. when, on the show that he was talking about. And he said, that's that, a yeah. big thing that really hurts the little guys. And I'm like, that's a really good point. That is a really good point. Yeah. I thought that was a big part for me. But, that but you I know, that, that's just kind of, I mean, as far as business, though, isn't that just how business goes? I mean, even, even you could have the, the, the best intentions in mind, let's just say, you know, using a company like Daily Wire, but you're still a business and you still want to grow. 100%. And, and, there, I think, and there's a point you grow so big. And I mean, you just, it, it's almost like you can't help yourself. You know what I mean? It almost like it, sure. it just, it just kind of takes over itself and just does what it does. Right. Yeah. And I think that was a good, yeah, that's a good point. I think that, um, as I think the part that I agree with Steven Crowder on, though, is that he is saying that these big conservative companies, the problem is, and, and Bree helped me, my wife helped me realize this, is that he's making a moral point. 
He is saying, yeah, of course, it's yeah. a moral issue though, because you are saying that we are not that. Yeah, yeah. So, but you are that. So I get, I do get the. It is a business. Um, but I agree with what he. But I fully agree with Stephen to say it is a business. However, you're doing these things that you're saying you're not doing. However, then I have to flip it and say, well, I don't agree with him because he also did some really stupid things, like recording his personal phone calls. And, and also, you could have just walked away from that and, and left it after the first video. But, you know, I, Stephen, I, like I said, I don't really watch his, but in just in the, the little that I have seen him, he does seem like he doesn't let a crisis go to waste. No, he's, he's <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's abrasive. Gonna, yeah, yeah. He, he's going to, well, no, but he's also going to use that for content. And I'm not saying he does that sure. every time, but I mean, I think it's just one of those things that, hey, this is going on. Why, why not use it? Right. Sure. It's like, you know, I mean, that's what he, I mean, if you think about it, they are, that's what media people are. You know, yeah. everybody is. Yeah, true, true. That's 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 literally what well, I mean. Job we we is, talk yeah. about things that happen in our lives and stuff here too. You yeah, know that's what, I mean? what so con- how just, you make content. Just, yeah, yeah. It, it is just content, but that's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't yeah. necessarily I didn't like the idea of him him doing that. Um, I I thought it was it was very interesting though. I mean, I, I was glad he brought it up so we yeah. can see the other side. I I think it goes to a lot. I think Tim might have made the somebody made a, the the point though. I mean, you know. It, the people that you like to listen to, I think ultimately, you know, if you if you enjoy them and if you trust them, however, whatever that means to you, yeah, then you know, I, I don't think that should hurt you. Like in other words, I know people are like, you know, scorched earth now. They're like, oh, forget Daily Wire, I cancel my subscription. Yeah. You, know, you, you read all these comments, you right. know, after after the fact. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if you still like them, you know, I mean, you know, you should like, you know, there's a lot of people, right? There's who's they got, uh, Knowles, they got Shapiro, they got, Matt got Walsh, Owens, got, Candace Owens, they've yeah. got, yeah, Walsh and they're doing a, a lot of good work over there still. They are. Um, and there's a lot of other companies that still are doing good work. I mean, even Fox puts out some good stuff. I mean, Tucker Carlson right now is like number one. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, kind of he's blowing it up, but a lot yeah. of people have problems with Fox, you know? Sure. They're saying that, well, they're just another, another one of the, you know, big, big corporations. Right. And, um, I think what you were alluding to though, the problem is this too. Here, here's another situation I find though, and, uh, maybe shine, shine some light here, Max. Okay. So, yeah. Here's the deal is that, you know, what you were talking about earlier, you have all these subscriptions. See, that that's the problem we have to overcome. It's almost like... That is a problem. It, it's almost like, you know, you can't join everybody on one service because then you have... I think they talked about that too. You have too many people fighting. How do you cut that pie? Yeah. You know, how do you do it um, to where it's fair for everyone? And it won't, probably won't be fair for everyone. But it does help yeah. the, the, the viewer or the listener because then you have one place you can go to and listen to all the content, and usually for a pretty good price. Yeah. But the other, and this is the other thing that's happening with streaming too, with all these streaming channels. But then you know you're you're paying, you know, like you're saying, you're paying for the Mug Club, you're paying for Daily Wire, you pay for the Blaze, you pay for all these other guys. Next thing you know, you're paying like maybe three hundred dollars in subscriptions a month. You know, and you, I mean, in, in this environment, especially right now, yeah. I mean, with inflation, you're like, okay, I got to start cutting, well, that's chopping it. stuff down. And so that's why I was a big fan. Like, I was actually super bummed when Crowder, because I, I do, I love his, um, like, change my mind segments. So when he was, when he announced he was leaving the blaze, I was like, son of a gun, because honestly, it means that I probably just won't watch his, like, I, I can't pay for another subscription. Yeah. I was like, well, I have the Daily Wire and the Blaze, which encompass both of my main things, but I'm not going to pay a third one just for him. I'm a big fan of watching him, mm. but, you know, unless it's like 10 bucks a year, well, maybe, but it's not going to be because it's not worth it. But, like, yeah. the Blaze was $90 a year for everybody. I'm like, that was worth it. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It's tough to... Well, um, now, you know, I uh, another podcast, uh, No Agenda One, they go on this, uh, it's Adam Curry and, they, oh, yeah. and uh, John C. Dvorak, they go on the value for value model. And we've yeah. talked about that here yeah. on previous podcasts, and I've kind of brought it up. I haven't really asked you what you thought about that, and this is a good yeah. forum to ask you. I mean, what do you think about that model where, in other words, you're basically saying to the person, you know, listen, if you're getting value out of this, and this is what we told them, if you get value out of this, hey, throw us, you know, throw us a couple bucks or yep. whatever, whatever you can do. If you can do it, that's great. I mean, if you get value out of this program, yeah. what do you think about that model? Do you think it, it's sustainable or do you think that it's nice, um, but it only really works if you're really, if you're big? Yeah, I think, um, I'll tell you, I'll just say from our experience, it works as well as it has for this show, which is nobody 
Every <laughs> nobody gives us a penny. Now, all of you guys are listening. Don't be cheap, Fresno. Like we got, you know, we have, uh, you know, quite a few listens for Fresno. Like not okay. bad. Got a, you know a couple thousand people who listen to our wow. show. Okay, and uh, nobody gives us a penny. <laughs> and it's like obviously, you listeners get some value for yeah. it. I mean, here's the thing: you spend an hour, two hours a week listening to us. You enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and but when you know we say, hey, just you know, for a dollar a week or three dollars a month, join. We've had a, a bunch of different ways for people to try. Um, nobody. Nobody bit. Nobody. Yeah. Cares. No, nobody. <laughs> nobody. One nobody time. One it. time, somebody sent me a hundred bucks, and I was super stoked. I was like, "Oh wow!" Somebody. I looked, and it was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did have somebody buy an ad one time. Right? We've had some ads. Yeah, yeah, we had the one ad. Yeah. Um, but I really just think you know, and honestly, I haven't pushed ads for a while. I really wanted to do it. Then I was like, you know, it might kind of change our show and. Because there yeah. are ways to do ads. Well, see, that, that's the thing, too. What kind of show does the audience want? I mean, you know, right now right. We're, we're able to do a lot of the stuff we want to do. I mean, like I said, yeah, exactly. depending on the platform. And that's yes. the thing. Once you start taking a lot of ads, you really start having to limit what you can and can't do. Yeah. And that's another thing. Even some of like, I, you know, I used to search every day. There's a thing called Podcorn, and they are an ad platform. Essentially, they centralize monetization areas. So you can go on, and all these companies will say bid to do, you know, you present why you can do our ad, mm. and then if you they choose you, you're now their ad person. However, one of the things is they all come with stipulations. Like, if you do it, then make sure your podcast follows these rules. And yeah, it was like, yeah. oh, well, crap. Like, all of a sudden, we wouldn't be able to talk about half the stuff we talk about. Well, I mean, you and you couldn't probably go back. And that's the other thing, too. It would be so time-consuming. You couldn't go back to our older content and even put ads on that be, uh, right. unless you went through each episode right. and fine-tooth combed it. Yep. You know, and and then made sure it, it it lined up, and then you once you did that, then they would probably drop 100%. drop you, and then somebody else would say, "Hey, I'll do it," but then you need to these other things. You need to meet yeah. these other requirements. So I guess you know, value for value. I, in theory, it would be great. You yeah, know? I mean, I would love if our listeners even gave fifty, you know, fifty cents an episode, a dollar. If it was a dollar a week, a dollar, you know, something, mm. you know, like. That would be great. You know, the idea, like the Patreon sort of model, that sort of idea. Yeah. Well, that, see, that, that and, the thing, too, I have with these platforms like Patreon and stuff, yeah. I just have a problem because, you know, they always take their cut. They always take their cut. And always. and we've seen recently, especially with Patreon, that if if you, they don't like your content, They'll also they can you. hold the money and then they just give it back to the people. I guess they give it, eventually give it back to the people. Yeah. But And there's, so, yeah, there's, it gets complicated. I yeah. think the hardest thing with, Things like Patreon and stuff work, I think, for tangible goods. Mm. There is, there has been, and I get it. I'm, we're all victims of this. I'm a, per, I'm a victim of this constantly. Like we all assume that things, because if you can, if you go on Spotify, um, anywhere, most things are free. Digital content is essentially free. Yeah. So we just get used. To, like, why would I? Pay, why would I pay these guys any money? Like, why would anybody in their mind pay us? Things sure. like this should be sure. free. I do that too. I mean, I, I go know? on YouTube and you see all. I mean, like, will I go and, and join the Mug Club now? Right. I, if I watch Crowder, I'll probably right. watch his, his show on go YouTube. Watch his stuff, yeah. And then okay, the half hour's over. Every time I'm listening to Ben Shapiro and he goes, "Okay, now members, we're gonna do another." I'm like, "Okay, see ya." Yeah, you're like, forget <laughs> it. I don't care. I'm like, and okay. So, so I do exactly. understand and that. And we try to give extra value. You know, I've done things like, "Hey, join us on the Discord so we can yeah. do special things." And so we try to give people, "Hey, you to get additional value." Value. Like I'm not just saying you can you get the same things everybody else does for free. I'm saying you get the same things and then some. I think and, and still people don't care. And it, well, here's the other thing. I think it's not that they don't care. Here's what I'll say too. Now with with that no agenda, they do a lot of what they call no agenda meetups, and usually it's put on by uh, Fresno has one as a matter of fact. But it, it, oh, it's, really? it's put on by different different people in different areas. My point is this though. I think what it is is it's the connection. And sure. we've talked about maybe getting out in public and stuff before. That's a big part. And, and I think if the fans, you know, it's one thing to listen to a person and, and you kind of feel disconnected from them. But if you go up and you meet them and you know, and you not know them, but you you meet them and you feel a connection then, yeah. then it's a little different, you know? And I think that's, for I think the value for value model would work is better, obviously, if yeah. there is that connection. I do agree with that. You yeah, know? I hope so. And, I mean, there's, because I mean, we've even done like the, um, you know, we have like on our site, you can pay for the 
uncensored versions of some of our podcasts. I'll put some podcasts up <laughs> that we don't pay that normal people don't get to listen to. Yeah. And nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some of my favorite parts. And like I you know it's kinda like, all right. Some of you've tried all of this stuff. So I mean I don't know. The other thing is though, if you say, hey, you have to pay for every episode, nobody's gonna listen. Well and Okay, and then and then also, you know, going back to like Tim Cast, you know, now he mentioned we were talking about this uh, not off air, but he was saying something about that he made ten million dollars, and we thought he meant a year, ten million yeah, yeah, a yeah. year for his show for all all of his content that he makes, and he has employees, and he has facilities, and he has all that stuff that he yeah. pays for. But yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, you hear that, and I think people just think, oh, they've got money, or they're getting donations, or they're getting ad money, or they're you know, they think that every podcast is just getting money, yeah, coming in. But I mean, that's not the case. That's just one guy. It's kind of it's kind of like in everything, you know. In sports, you know, it's always the the uh, the elite or the athletes are the one who make the NFL, right? Right. So it's not you know all the other guys that played in college or played in high school even you know don't even get to the college level. So there's all these different levels, and yeah, like for us, I mean, you know, we're we're sitting here, we're doing this on our own time, and I'm not sitting, I'm not saying this to cry to the audience but i just want to present a real picture here of what's going on right. and especially from our side you know people don't hear they hear tim caster they hear these big guys talk big money you know 50 million 10 million all that right what about right. the guys that are that are sitting in a little box with their own mics and computers right. and all their own equipment and just putting on a show because they love it and they love and, it you know and but but they would also you know love to uh uh do it full time. Right. <laughs> you know, if we could, but I mean, yeah, this is the other side of it. And I hope, you know, I hope the audience has uh, stayed with us on this, you know, but to kind of get a good idea of, of what it really takes. Right. And what's the thing that I find, have you seen the whole new YouTube super chat deal? Have you seen those? I haven't, I haven't really on YouTube. There's these things called super chat stickers. So you can be live on YouTube. I think you buy them, right? Yeah. And you, you can buy them. And essentially yeah. I've seen people do things like, you know, when you post comments, you can pay for a super chat comment. Yeah, and then they read it. So usually. Then you'll read it, and it's crazy though. Like I've seen some people are paying, you know, throwing a hundred bucks at these guys, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, and these things, these are already the big content guys. Yeah, yeah. And so we also have this notion, and I think it's is it just, real? <laughs> well, the thing that messes with my mind is it's like I'm watching like these guys, like Stuber Gears, part of the Blaze. You know, and people are throwing a hundred bucks at him to ask questions, mm -hmm. but like nobody would throw that at us. No. And I'm like, I just find that interesting. It's like, look, they're already on, they already have the budget to make mm -hmm. the shows you like, but there's a lot of talent out there in the world. Yeah. Who, that, yeah, of course. But would you throw even $3 to ask me a question? No. And I'm like, so it also comes down to just fans in general. Like are people willing? So I really do try to, I try the reason I have so many subscriptions to things yeah is because I try to act what I speak support what, yeah so yeah. if I I criticize not our viewers but kind of ah. <laughs> I'm criticizing the fact that people is, don't do that right but at the same so I try to make sure I'm not doing that so that's why I was early on a mug club subscriber early on mm -hmm. I was a GBTV which turned into blaze I was because I was like look I I want I support these guys I want them to succeed because I'll tell you what if they don't succeed, then we don't have, then nobody has a platform anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, I love these guys. I love being able to hear and know and hear about news and history and things that I don't hear anywhere else. I'd like to be able to learn this stuff. Um, and if I'm not going to be able to say, you know, I'm willing to give you some of my money to do that, then eventually they're going to go, look, guys, this is not worth it. Like, eventually, yeah. if this thing keeps, if this gets more and more expensive and time consuming. Eventually we're going to go, all right, you know, instead, why don't we just meet up for coffee once a week, <laughs> you know, and just talk Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, so, um, it's not like we're listening to this afterwards. So I feel like, uh, there's just, it, part of it is just, it's just tough. It's a tough world out there. And so I, yeah. I do agree mm. all of that to say, I agree a lot with what Steven says. I did not agree with how he did it. And I think he's kind of being a stubborn little baby at certain times. Mm, yeah, kind of, of needs course, to grow yeah. up. Uh, at the same time, I feel like some people, the Blaze, also I, at uh, 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 Daily Wire, also also need to grow up because they didn't have yeah. to come out and all say like it was us and our jobs are amazing. And I just feel like they should have been like, oh well, nothing. They just don't think they should have responded to his video. Oh, you mean the Daily Wire? Or yeah, the, yeah. Oh, sorry. The, oh, so, yeah. I feel like the Daily Wire yeah. should never responded. Just, yeah. They should have just been. Well, listen, quiet. and 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 in all fairness, I mean. 
as far as Candace Owen going, she was already scheduled to be on the show, and yeah. you know they were going to ask her. I mean, you know, sure. it was the hot topic, so yeah, they were going to ask her. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I don't really know Crowder's content that much and that sure. well, but yeah, I do agree that sometimes like, eh, I don't know, is he whining or is he not? I'm glad he brought a lot of stuff to light. Um, yeah. At the same time, though, you know, it, it would just be nice to see in, in a space where people and, and it just seems to never happen. But it would be nice to see where people can help each other and say, you know, not do this whole shredding. Now let's shred this and shred that and dig into this and dig into that. Because like you're saying, I mean, th- this this space is is very small as it is on on the whole on the broad uh, network, yeah. uh, you know, scope here. So, you know, to have a few voices that you enjoy in this space, you know, and then people, those people are tearing at each other. It's like, oh, man, come on, guys. Come on. And like, I think you Candace, know? didn't she say that she had, was it on Timcast where she said she has some information about Steven that he wouldn't like? coming out or something. <laughs> I'm like, know. are you threatening to release well, I mean. like, like every, information about everybody? Him? Well, here's the other Jeez. thing. And then she got caught. Supposedly she said she would never, never record someone. And then they just pulled out video basically of not her <laughs> admitting it, but another girl had said, did you record me? And she kind of, you know, gave at least the impression that oh. she might've. It's like, listen, okay, we all do crazy stuff. We are not all perfect. That's fine. But let's not play this tit for tat. Right. Game, you know, Oh, I'm going to get you now. You got my guy. I'm going to get your guy. It's like, come on. You know, can we just, can we all get along? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just the way I, I think there's enough. I think there's enough in this space. And I think the younger creators and, and or smaller creators, they should be able to kind of help lift, bring these guys in. Yeah. Too at the same time, you know, show a model, show the way it's supposed to be done. Because you know, even for us, like you say, you look at a lot of stuff. I'm, I look at a lot of creators, and I'm like, how did they do that? How did they get there? What are they doing? Right. You know? And and Tim makes a very good point. And that's why he says, listen, that, that's why I'm staying independent. I'm just going to stay independent, smart, and do my own thing. And uh, yeah, very smart. So I I kind of like that idea too. Is you know, you don't necessarily align with with anyone. You just kind of stay independent and do your own thing. But uh, now Candace also said, which I don't, I can't tell if this is her being. I'm hoping it's her being uh, honest, or I I don't know what this is. This is her most recent statement. Uh oh, is this on Twitter or something? No, uh, she said this on her show. Okay. Um. She said, over the weekend, I was given a lot more information regarding Steven Crowder, a lot more background information regarding what could have possibly led to this moment. And and not to my surprise at all, obviously, this really doesn't have anything to do with the Daily Wire. And his actions are a symptom of something much larger. I want to choose my words very carefully here because I'm not angry anymore. Steven has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say it. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this. If there's not a problem going on in their lives, you don't sell out your friend, you don't record conversations. These things are actions of individuals that are perhaps acting out of desperation. You have to dig deeper. (laughs) You have to look deeper to fully understand the picture of why somebody might do that. And it's certainly not because somebody's upset with a $50 million contract. And because I now am more aware of certain information, rather than being angry, I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention in this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Hmm. I can't tell. He says, and she says, and I am certain that in the near future, more information will come out. I do not think it is my place to say more than that. Well, probably what I should say is I am unsure at this moment if it is my place to say more than that. So I can't tell if that is her being like, kind of a, a coy backslap sort of backhanded. Mm. I don't know what that is that, or she's that, being honest. That almost sounds like the the corp was like, uh, you know, listen, you know, you kind of went off a little bit. We don't want that image and, you know, it, it, let's do damage control. It's here. kind of a weird comment yeah. though because it's like, why would you then come out and also say Steven's got a lot going on in his life? I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's something yeah, serious. It's like, that, wait, that's, whoa, that's, that's a weird thing to also say. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's kind of like when you're just making an excuse for, you know, but to, to backtrack, essentially, because she, she said a lot of strong stuff in that, in that right. interview, but I think she's trying to backtrack it now a little bit because a lot of people said she came off mean. I mean, really came mean. Came off mean, yeah. In, in that's that, what I felt. In that Tim, in that Tim cast uh, uh, episode, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I this drama is it's uh, weird. 
It, it's good to kind of know the inner workings and uh, maybe it's good that people do talk about, you know, the, this industry and what really is going on. And, and you yeah. know, and for you, and I, I know we're running on time here, but, yeah. and, and for you, uh, run up against time, I, for you to bring up, you know, the, the fact that, yeah, I mean, listen, for, for the smaller shows and stuff, I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't like, you know, we're just raking in ad money. Like, you know, you right. just because you see, you know, these other guys doing it. Yeah. You know, the big just guys. because you listen to our show and it's polished and we sound great <laughs> and it's perfecto. highly, um, all, you know, it's because professional. it's professional and amazing. It's, it's not because we're making a lot of money guys. Yeah. Um, it's because we do it out of the love. Although, you know, what is funny though? I did yeah. have to say, I was listening to some of the Tim cast stuff and I was thinking to myself, we do sound better than their show. Mm, interesting. Did you not think so? Their audio is kind of all over the place. They're, I mean, we talk on top of each other, but they're always yeah. talking on top of each other. They're, um, we, we used to do that. I think we've gotten better at that. Yeah, there's now, a lot of times where they're, they kind of sound like they're way over here. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're doing other things. They're reaching for things and talking hey, and all stuff. All the time. And I was like, uh, you guys sound not any better than we sound in our yeah. studio. So, so I thought we, and also our, our intros are better. We're just kind of like, we, I think we're, we come out much cleaner. We're than, put together. Yeah. Their ads just start in the middle of a, it'll be like a sentence. Somebody will be in the middle oh, yeah, of talking yeah. and all of a sudden it'll be like, and then now they'll come back. An ad. Yeah. And yeah. then it will come back in the middle of the sentence. And I'm yeah, like, it, you guys it, couldn't even put ad spaces in there. Jeez yeah. They, Louise. Yeah. I don't even think they care about that. Yeah. They're just at the point. They're like, just throw them in anywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you guys just pick some ad types. Yeah. Pick middle of the show to say we're doing an ad it's just the middle of sentences interesting yeah so anyways. yeah it's true man it is true i mean i think we do i think we really do a great show and i think we do a great yeah. show for fresno here and yeah. uh that being said people value for value come on yeah that all being said we are out of time <laughs> um thank you for listening to the air buy us a cup of coffee hey, for the love of god come on just a coffee we need a caffeine here <laughs> we need some caffeine in this studio <laughs> oh sorry uh check us out nofocusradio.com there you can find a lot of cool stuff you can listen and subscribe you can buy us a coffee and join the club couple of options there for a dollar two dollars five dollars or even ten dollars all with different things you can get exclusive access to our discord where we get a, you can watch us live um vote on don's polls check out our other shows um there's also a link on there for pardon the intermission that's the doorman's podcast yeah entertainment check that show. out um you can join our discord server there there's also an area on the bottom there if you have an idea if you want to pitch an event um all that sort of stuff or heck if you want to you know sponsor us click there too and we um, hope to get some live events here going we in, do in this yes. year 2023 yeah we're looking folks. at so something in july a big one to get out so. there and, and meet the people maybe we need instead of mug we need a tumbler Oh, I like no that Tumblr, Tumblr Club. <laughs> Tumblr we should club. totally rip them off. Um, the Tumblr Club. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, I did promise that I'd read a review from. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Um, let's do it. From some of our subscribers and and whatever those are called, um, people who leave reviews. Reviewers. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a. Uh, <laughs> here we go. This is from. Um. um there we go. This is from, uh, it says episode 65. This is an old one here. Oh, wow. It says, you guys are great. I couldn't stop laughing. Thanks for interviewing two pretty cool and special people. Keep up the fun work. I'm a fan. Ooh. Thank you very much, T-Man 104. Thank Appreciate you, T-Man. Appreciate it very much. Love it. Um, yeah, perfect five-star reviews out there on That Pop is Apple awesome. Podcast. So check us out, please, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in again. We'll have another show for you soon. Um that's it. Adios. All right. Take care.